Welcome to the Media Mavens Podcast. This is the podcast where you'll find the latest and greatest trends, topics, and tribulations with industry leaders. And now, here is your host, the CEO of Access Entertainment and the Media Excellence Awards, the original media maven herself, Sarah Miller. Hi, this is Sarah Miller, CEO of Access Entertainment and your host for Media Maven's podcast. And I'm here today with my co-host and sportscaster, Joe Pirates. Hi, Joe. Hello. How you doing, Sarah? Good. I talked to you earlier today. What carrier are you on? Uh, I refuse to say right now. It's okay, because I'm on Verizon. I perfect. I have my network behind me, which is why we're going to have to convert you over pretty soon. Uh, okay. I, I'm super excited. We have, I'm so excited to have Jen on our podcast today. We have Jen Whelan, VP of Marketing for Verizon Media as our guest. Jen, nice to meet you and welcome to Media Maven's podcast. Sarah, thank you so much for having me here. And Joe, I, we, I could talk your ear off. If you're a sports fan, you have to be on Verizon. Like, I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl this year. Mm, yes. Streaming on Fox. That was mm-hmm. all Verizon. And, and the the picture, oh, okay. the entire experience. If you NFL Mobile's on Verizon. Sports game. It needs to be on Verizon. <laughs> like 5G is here. It's real. Yes. It's real. <laughs> the comeback is real. Oh, my God. So funny. I don't know why I just said it's nice to meet you, Jen, because I feel like we worked with Verizon over the years with the awards and in PR and NASCAR and stuff. And like we were chatting up a storm about birthdays and everything. So um, yay, December birthdays. That's but right. I'm so excited you're here and you're on the West Coast right now, temporarily hanging on San Diego. So let's talk about Verizon. I mean, you're on here because I love that you're with my carrier, but there's so much going on with 5G lately. It's such a big thing. And I actually for a minute thought T-Mobile from all the commercials was the first to roll out, but then I started seeing Verizon's 5G. But let's talk a little bit because you oversee all the marketing for Verizon Media, which is ring back tones and all that stuff. And I know Verizon took the ring back tones back. Well, the Verizon, so here I'll do a quick level set. So think of Verizon as like the big umbrella company. There's your 140,000 people and it's an entire network of, you know, it's it's 140,000 people that work there and that do magical things every day. But there are three big business units underneath. So there's the consumer business unit, which everyone's very familiar with. That's your phone that you never leave home without. That's all of the wireless pieces that you, that we all know and love. Then there's the business unit. So you have a Verizon consumer, Verizon business, and then you have Verizon media. And that's where I do marketing is for Verizon media. And that's like ad tech. So advertising technology, there are all pieces of Verizon media that think of it as if there's a person who wakes up in the morning. So there's a human being that's the center of the experience. They want to get content. They want to check sports scores. So when I was living on the East Coast, I would fall asleep before the game would end. So I'd wake up in the morning and I'm like, what was the final score? Did my team win? And I would reach for my phone. I'd reach for a laptop. I'd turn on the television. And somehow I need to get that content. That's what Verizon Media does is they connect people to that content and there's a whole infrastructure. So it's the actual kind of nuts and bolts behind the scenes of a platform. So getting content from point A to point B, and then advertisers, of course, want to be a part of that. If I'm having a great experience with sports, all of those advertisers, Nike, Lexus, 
Hydroflask, whoever it may be, they want to partner in that experience so that their brand gets part of that goodness. So we connect advertisers to people through a demand side platform. And then there's the supply side platform. So if you think about it, it's a big exchange that happens. Think of it as a big marketplace. So advertisers are looking for the people. People are looking for the experiences and publishers are looking for monetizing their platform. So not many people understand that Verizon Media actually is the ones who are truly connected between people and content. So Verizon Media bought all the Yahoo properties. So Yahoo Sports, Yahoo Finance, Yahoo Mail, HuffPo, TechCrunch, Engadget. Those are all Verizon Media properties. So when you go to HuffPo, you land there and you might see some advertising. We have mm-hmm. the advertisers that are looking at that and you know, set putting their ads there. And we have that platform that's trying to fill those spaces with the right eyeballs. So it's all sports, music, entertainment, content, because mail. Because yeah, mail, because we've yeah. worked with, we launched NASCAR mobile years ago when yeah. it came out on Verizon. We've done so much with Verizon. Mm-hmm. NFL came out on Verizon because NFL Mobile was a client of ours for a while. So we're, you know, Verizon is a, you guys have grown and evolved so much. I just know on the music side, because music industry is tough, that everybody would have the ringback tones and you download under the media store. But then I got notified saying that there's no more ringback tones. So, Joe, when you call me, it's just a normal ring. There's no more right. favorite music. And I'm sorry, Jen's going to have to answer to my no ringback tone. <laughs> It's okay. We can get you a special ring back for Joe. Maybe it's not the song, particular song. Now, here's my question for you, Sarah. What would the song be for the ring back for when Joe calls you? It would be the Super Bowl or no, maybe maybe the NHL opening. But it was NHL or Super Bowl because we talked yesterday to NFL. And Joe seems to think that because he's in Arizona right now, that the Cardinals and who was the other team, Joe? Uh, Cardinals and the Steelers. I picked for the Super Bowl. <gasps> yeah. What about my Seahawks, Joe? How do you know? Believe it or not, Wilson. Exactly, Jen. Jen, hold on. I got Russell Wilson on my fantasy team, so I root for them. Believe me. <laughs> well played. Well played, friend. You're a smart guy. You're a smart guy. And hey, Joe. This is why he's on the podcast. Side note, Joe, are you on Watch Together? So Yahoo Sports does Watch Together. And I know we're all sequestered at home right now. We're in COVID times where we're not able to get together for big Sunday Super Bowl parties. But you can watch the game with your friends. It's the coolest thing ever. Just put a little side note, write it down, watch together. And it's just a really cool thing that Yahoo Sports I I think it means Joe needs to leave and come over to Horizon. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's where we're going for you, Jen. So tell us pressure is coming, guys. (laughs) I think we're ganging up on Joe right now. (laughs) Let's talk about 5G. Now I know 5G's here. I mean, we've been talking about 5G years ago. We were back in 3G when we're talking about we got to skip over and go to five. How is that working out and what's going on? What is Verizon doing right now with all of this? It's absolutely amazing. I don't know if anybody uh, well. Millions of people watched the Apple announcement recently, Mm -hmm. uh, but our CEO Hans was on stage for that announcement because of the expertise and because of the mountains that were moving in 5G. But the easiest way to think about it for me as a human being is reduce latency. Like how can you absolutely do things so much faster and at a whole different, at at a completely different realm. It's very difficult to see unless you're looking at a demo. But one of the things that Verizon has really stepped up on is first responders. 
It's proven itself over and over and over again during COVID and during any type of national disaster, any type of true first responder situation. When you are in an emergency, you don't want there to be any latency. You don't right. want there to be first responders not being able to connect. You Connections become so, so important. And so 5G really becomes life-changing and life-altering when you're talking about the first responder. So that's an awesome example to start to really see 5G come to life. And the other one is sports, like live mm -hmm. streaming. There used to be massive latency, and you certainly do not want your friends telling you who just made that touchdown 10 <laughs> seconds before you see it. So exactly. I think there's some really, really serious, serious um, benefits to 5G. And there's also some really fun ones. I mean, we haven't even dreamt up all of the awesome experiences that 5G is going to bring to life. Let me ask you, with uh, COVID, that has been a game changer for a lot of companies. How was the experience with Verizon on, on your end, the media end, knowing that you guys possibly had to switch gears literally overnight? Yeah, that's such a great question. And it was led from the very, very top down. Hans stood up and he said, the number one objective of the executives and of this company is the safety and well-being of our people. <laughs> and that is our employees first. And then we're talking about our customers and our shareholders in the industry, but they have not wavered one single day. And I don't know how many days it was. It was probably 90 days in a row that Hans himself and our head of HR, Christy, got on a video conference with every single employee. They tweeted it out over Twitter. We broadcast it over Twitter and we had it internal as well. And it was, let's talk, ask me questions. Let's give you updates. Let me answer any question that any of 140,000 employees. And then they started showcasing how Verizon was really coming to the aid of people. Um, so if you think about it, when you move homes, what's the number one thing you need? You better be setting Wi-Fi up in that house right. before I move in my couch. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going anywhere where there's not Wi-Fi and where there's not high speed. And Fios, you know, people are like, hey, how is this going? Normally somebody comes into my home and they set that up. Well, mm -hmm. during COVID times, no one's going into anybody's home. Verizon did not say no. Mm -hmm. They said, yes, they ran into the fire, so to speak. And they said, we're going to figure this out. We're going to be innovative. And I saw video of people who would normally go into other people's homes and they set a box outside somebody's house, rang the doorbell, you know, got 20 feet away and then got on the phone and said, I'm going to open, I'm going to walk you through it. I'm going to help you set up your own high speed. I'm going to help you set up whatever you need. I'm not leaving your yard <laughs> until it happens. And how heartwarming, like how amazing that customers didn't have to, you know, have a bad experience. They had a different experience. We had to innovate. We had to do like your service in a box, but we never said no. We always said, how are we going to solve for this? How are we going to solve for the first responders? How are we going to solve for our customers? How are we going to solve for our employees? And then even, you know, all during COVID, it's not changed. And then with all of the racial tension that's happening, mm. again, Hans stood up and with like tears, like so genuinely emotional and, and made such a clear stance about, we don't stand for this as a company. I don't stand for this as a human being. I don't stand for this as a leader and we are going to make changes. And I feel very, very proud to work there. So it's been an amazing experience during the last nine months. So it's interesting is like, you're like the second large company, I guess, we have spoken to on this podcast. So I used to always say, you know, being a CEO and owning PR firm, I'm not seeing strength and leadership from the tech space, which is where we're known for in sports. But we had a podcast with the CEO of 
Harris Blitzer, you know, the Sixers. And they took the same stand. They went out from the race division um, for women, you know, African-Americans. They took such a stand during the riots and during COVID to say, hey, we're not going to put up with this. We're not going to stand for it. It comes from the top down. Leadership is always the top down. And I've seen between Verizon and the Sixers CEO, I've seen the most leader strength and leadership, not just to bring the communities together, but to bring the customers, to bring the teams, their own companies together. So it's very rare that unless I'm just missing something that I have seen such strength and leadership from such major, major companies, multi-billion dollar companies, but you're like, are the second company, I think, Joe, that we've talked to where we've Mm -hmm. actually focused on top down, taking an approach to making do good, be good. Yeah. from a company standpoint, which I think is just tremendous, Jen, for you guys. And it's good to see. It's good to see yeah. that, you know, you're we're not the only ones out there fighting this. Like we, I think during COVID, June, maybe May, June, the height of, oh, we're still in COVID and getting worse. But in the beginning of it, they put a 5G tower on our street. Because I was thinking, okay, is that like just like, you know, electrical thing for outages, blackouts, you know, LEWP, but it's a 5G tower. So I think they're doing that because they're trying to move Vios into the neighborhood and they haven't before. But um, it's interesting because they were out there every, I mean, they were masked up, they were geared up, they were safe, but there was a crew out there every day trying to get that tower up. Those frontline workers, I my hat is off every single day. They think of our customers when they wake up. They think of our customers when they go to sleep. It's, again, they never say no. They just say, hmm, we might have to get a little bit more creative. And that's something that I have seen that has made my heart like full during this time is the creativity. As marketers, you know, especially at a company the size of Verizon, it's very easy to get into a rut and to say, this is the way we always do it. This is what works. This is a recipe that we've created year over year. And everything changed in March and we had to get creative. And I saw people that were normally food and beverage events executors become back-end experts on what platform should we use for the best virtual experience. And they have learned new skills that it would have taken them five years to learn. And they've leaned into it and they learned it quickly and they had a smile on their face. And now they're better marketers and the creative solutions. We were supposed to go to Cannes. We were supposed to be, and we had revenue targets. We had, hey, we're going to fly to Cannes and we're going to meet with customers and we're going to get some revenue into the company. Well, when that got shut down, when Cannes was canceled, we didn't get to cancel our revenue targets. We had to say, let's get creative. And the things that my team brought to me, the ideas that they came up with were off the charts. And the fact that Verizon stood behind us and said, yeah, that's a crazy ass idea, but let's try. And I said, hey, we're going to give some money back to the bottom line. We're going to give some money to next year. And let's take a third of the money and see what we can do. I could not be prouder of my team. And I wasn't sure it was going to work. It sounded a little crazy to me too, but they believed in it. They believed in, you know, they went out and asked like, what are our customers looking for? And funny enough, all of our advertising customers, all of our B2B customers, they missed each other. You know, we complained about having to schlep around Vegas at CES and how to go to (laughs) all these events, but we love each other. We love our industry friends and we love getting together for dinner in Vegas and people were missing each other. And we gave them this platform to come together. And we brought in, you know, Cheryl Crow and we did a cooking thing and we did a sound wave, a sound bath. I mean, we did all sorts of crazy stuff and we did it with a very small group of customers. 
And what we found was that it's not quantity. It's not about how many butts and seats you get. It's about being targeted. It's about getting the right butts and seats and giving those people an amazing experience. And so we pushed the envelope in, in ways we would have never allowed ourselves to do before because we were in a unique time. And so I think it's been creativity has spiked, innovation has spiked. And so I do think that as hard as the last nine months has been, I have seen some amazing things come out of it. Well, I think it's because we all need to lean in on technology more and more. There's no, we have no choice. And we've been saying this, I think, a lot over all of our podcasts the past few months. You lean on tech. Use it. We, it's always been there, but we've been so afraid of it because we have CES. We have so many conferences and dinners. We travel. But without that, we have to start leaning into what we have at our fingertips and get more creative and substantive about where our messaging is. And like I, I know the big thing is it's all about content. You know, we, we're social creatures, but we're not going to movies. We're not going to sporting events. So we've got to rely on our screens, whether it's your laptop, your TV, you know, your phone to get sports scores, to get content, recipes, whatever it is you want to get. Are you guys seeing a big difference of more content and more advertisers driving into the platform, the media side of Verizon? Or have you seen a shift in their buying patterns and consumption of the consumer side? You are spot on. The content has skyrocketed. We saw so many people just, it was a thirst and they were, you know, our numbers spiked like crazy. So people were, and it wasn't just news. It wasn't just news sites. It wasn't just sports. It wasn't just mail. It was all across the board. People were so hungry for content, for good content. And that makes us better as well. You have to be bringing some really good content right now because there's so much content out there. So to be able to break through, you've got to have really great content. And we've got like the Riot Studio which does just amazing content. And so they're breaking through. We did, you know, Warren Buffett has had his board of directors meeting every year and he brings a big group of people together and it's this amazing experience. Well, couldn't do that this year. So it was Warren and just a couple people spread out and we streamed it on Yahoo Finance. So exponentially more people got to see Warren Buffett's board of directors meeting because it was streamed on Yahoo Finance. And who knows how long it would have taken us to get to that point had we not been restricted by being together. Let me ask you, I know that T-Mobile has its own little division now that is video streaming. What is Verizon doing with that? Are they planning on doing something big along those lines? That's a great question. And it's it's the best kept secret. So Verizon Media has a media platform team, and they are second in the world behind Alchemy on content delivery. Wow. So Microsoft is a customer, Amazon is a customer. And so we push streamed content. And it was interesting because we, we thought there was going to be this huge negative dip starting in March because we stream so many live sports events. And it was like that all shut down. And funny enough, the media platform team had the highest numbers in Q2 because we were streaming everything else under the sun. So the military came to us and said, you know what? We normally send celebrities overseas to meet with our troops and Mm -hmm. to entertain the troops. We can't do that right now. What are we going to do? Hey, we have this entire stockpile of content just sitting with dust on it, so to speak. How can we get that to them? And we said, we can stream that for you. The people that came out of the woodwork and said, can you stream for us? And we were like, no problem. That's what we do. It was amazing. I've been so impressed with the media platform team and how they've stepped up. It's actually, like I said, it's a best kept secret at Verizon Media. 
I just think everybody thinks of your carriers, you know, there's been all the mergers, Sprint, AT&T, T-Mobile, all the consolidations. Verizon's kind of stand as a big media goliath, you know, on carriers as their own. But I think it's amazing because people don't, I don't think a lot of people realize how powerful Verizon is from the media side of streaming and what you guys can do, which I think is great that you're on because I don't think we all think beyond just ringtones and downloading apps on our phone, how much we can actually utilize and take advantage of our carrier services. And I mean, right now it's like what, all inclusive, you know, unlimited text, unlimited calls. I think I have an unlimited plan for all business, but I'm probably still not even sure thousands of services I can use for my business. I think it's an education people need to know and stand back and say, wait, I have this phone, I have apps, but look what else I could do on it. Because everybody's streaming from their phones. I mean, Zoom, nobody was using Zoom. Nobody wanted to get on a conference call. They just pick up the phone or text it. Now we can't live without Zoom. Right. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting because Verizon was actually already down the path and made an announcement right when COVID happened that Verizon bought a company called Blue Jeans. And Blue Jeans is a direct competitor to Zoom. It's a very, very similar platform. It's like the difference between Coke and Pepsi. And it looks like a brilliant move. Like, wow, Verizon was so quick with the purchasing of Blue Jeans because they're going to be one of those ginormous big hockey sticks secret story in the background that was well in the works before COVID. It was just a very, very, the stars were aligned and it was, it made it look like a brilliant move, which it was in general. It just probably exponentially increased the rate at which the revenue results were going to start rolling in. So Zoom is sort of like the Kleenex, I would say. A lot of people say Zoom and they just mean video conferencing, but there's Zoom, there's Google Meet, there's BlueJeans, there's now, it, 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 is Blue Jeans under the Verizon umbrella, or you guys just own it, but it's on its own? It's still, separate it's brand. still called Blue Jeans because it's such a recent acquisition. So I don't know what the brand team is going to do with that. I don't have the answer to that question, but we've been using it as Blue Jeans internally. But we also use Google Meet. So again, with a company of 140,000 people, it's very difficult to turn on a dime. So even though we bought Blue Jeans, it's going to take some integration into the Verizon network. It's got to be scalable. Exactly, in order for us to use it full time. But it's a fantastic application. Okay, so you've obviously used it. It's one of your new media products compared to Zoom. You know what? I think they're, I think they're similar. I think they're learning from each other. So one of the things I really, really loved about blue jeans is you could do polling. Like you could, if you have a, a team of 20 people, you could ask a poll question like, Hey, what was everybody's favorite thing about the weekend? The food you ate, the parties you went to the beach, the snow, you know, you could do a fun poll question. And they used to not have that on Zoom. Well, now Zoom has learned and they their engineers are very quickly and now you can yeah. do polling on Zoom. So I think that having healthy competition is so valuable to the consumers who are using the product. It's all about what you want. So I work with a lot of people who are hosting their customer meetings and they want to be able to see everybody's faces. And it, we used to be limited that you could only see nine people. You saw nine people and then it kind of fell off and you would have to scroll or you would have to um, only choose which nine people you wanted to see. And now all of the platforms are learning. You need to come up with a solution. And I believe like Google Meet, you can go up to 50 or 49, I think is yeah. the number. Zoom is, Zoom is still limited. Yeah. Right. Zoom is still limited. Okay, so yeah, there are little things we could do. Zoom is still limited because I did a global world conference, a women, the women's global conference. And I, like I, at the top of the bar, I had a scroll and it only gave you so many placements at the top. 
So they still haven't quite gone there yet. But it's so funny, and not to get off subject, but I just got a thing, little flash on my screen or an email saying because there's been some security alerts or issues with Zoom. I don't know if it's just news fodder or some truth to it, but your information, they could hack in through Zoom. It just was not scalable. It had no choice because of COVID. And, And people were talking about this, but I was just like, okay, like everything else in cybersecurity, you know, we've already talked to a cybersecurity expert. So, you know, I was like, you know, keep an eye out. But then I just got a notice this morning and it had, you know, Zoom, security breaches, fraud, be careful. Don't, it's not secured. And it's just interesting to me that it's taken, like you said, it's taken nine months. And I don't know if they've quite scaled up to where they should be given where we're at right now. Cause I'm just now seeing those alerts coming out. That's what I was yeah. asking about blue jeans. Yeah. Cause you know, if, if people are talking, it's a podcast, we're not giving away, you know, earnings reports, trajectories. We do have a lot of tech people on here who are talking about stuff, but you know, we're respecting, obviously it is a podcast. I mean, the fact that we are picked up by Apple, Google, you know, stitch, iHeart and all the big guys, we're not getting too confidential. But it also makes me question if Zoom is having these issues, who is scalable out there? And if it is circling back because you guys have 5G, I would think the delivery of blue jeans is much quicker and faster on the streaming side right now. Well, you're so smart to think about the security piece of it. And so we've got a huge department. Our IT department has counseled us on what platforms to use and which ones to be careful of. Because, you know, for me personally, I have a a tiny little nest egg. But then if you think about the Verizon network and we want to keep our customer data as secure as absolutely humanly possible. So we take a much more conservative approach when it comes to security. And so that's why they've made choices. Like we use Google Meet. That's what our IT department encourages us to do. But they're also very reasonable. So when we do have customers where they prefer Zoom and they want to be on Zoom, then we have workarounds. So, and I know that Zoom is doing everything in their power to fix those things. You know, they thought they would be at the number of users they're at in like 10 years. And they did it in six months. So it's a great problem for them to have, but yeah. you're playing catch up. I'm sure they are working nights and weekends and my hat is off to everything they're doing. It's, it's daunting. It's daunting. Yeah. yeah, it is daunting, daunting when you're on so many Zoom calls and your board meetings and all your trajectories, your doctors, everything has got to be on Zoom now. Yeah. Everything's got to be on video conferencing. So it's I'm a little daunting to think. Filter. The security, yeah, that's great. But give me the good filter for my skin yeah. tone. <laughs> it's the Instagram. We need, we need, blue jeans needs to be Zoom and Instagram. Yeah. Like it needs to be blue jeans all combined into one. I'd like to piggyback on um, Sarah's question about security. And I've noticed that uh, Verizon with their business to business customers that they have increased some security protocols. Have, am I correct in assuming that? Yeah, I think they're constantly looking at that. It's something that never goes away. I just heard Tammy Irwin, who is the head of the business division, speak on Monday and Tuesday or Tuesday and Wednesday or for two days earlier this week. And she is just such an inspiring leader to watch. And her acumen and her discipline around what's important to business customers and security is at the top of many people's lists. So it's at the top of her list. And she's somebody that I look to as a leader that I look to for kind of inspiration and mentorship. And here's the, the interesting thing is that when she role models that, it trickles down. So when security is important to Tammy, because it's important to our customers, it's important to me. And I think that's one of the things that the leaders do such a good job of at Verizon is role modeling what's important. I know what's important to 
Hans because he puts employees first and he puts kind of values first. You know, I know it's important to Tammy because she stands up and she talks about security and she walks the walk. And so now the direction is set perfectly for me in the organization on how I can, you know, kind of follow that Verizon strategy. Right. And I think it makes sense because like the big thing during COVID has been security across the board from day one. There's been so much security fraud from PPP, DDD. I mean, we we see it all the time. So it's nice to have one thing that you don't have to think twice about. Yeah. You know, you don't have to think. I mean, and I think it's just interesting. I've noticed this during COVID. Maybe you guys have noticed this or not. I get more because I know the whole thing with robocalls and spam. It used to be a big deal. It's not right. It's illegal. You have to have permission. But now all of a sudden, I am getting ten spam emails to my phone. Hey, we can't deliver your FedEx. Click here. Oh, I know it's not FedEx, right? You know, hey, we can't deliver UPS. Hey, that's Apple. I got some saying they're Apple. You know, Verizon, you have this, you have this, and, you know, Amazon. And I'm like, I don't know where my cell number got out there, but like somebody, and I mean, I'm on Verizon, but I'm not saying it's Verizon because I have friends across the board. Somebody has either tapped in, broke security breach, and just got millions of cell phones. And I am getting cell number spams and they're texting me like crazy. I have like 300 that are blocked on my phone in the past month and a half alone. Hey, click on it, get your Apple. We're trying to get you your package. You need to click here to get UPS. I mean, but I don't think I'm the only one unless my number printed out. Sometimes sometimes our, our wants and needs are counterproductive. So I love convenience. I love when I'm on my phone shopping. Unfortunately, that happens sometimes. It's become a COVID thing. We're stuck at home and a little retail therapy. And when I am sitting on my couch, I'm nowhere near my purse. I'm nowhere near my credit card. And I see something and I start to shop on my phone. And the second I start typing in my name and it auto-populates my name, my address, my credit card. I am so happy. How convenient is that? How in the world did this company that I've never even shopped at before, I didn't even know that frame was, I'm not a fashionista at all. And I was trying to buy a pair of jeans and everything auto-populated. It's and because wait, you're, on a, you're, you're on Apple, right? You no, an Apple? I'm an Android user. Oh, because oh. I have an I have an iPhone and it's all in your um system. Does, does like shop, Shopify and AppPay have everything in there? So the two biggest you know, they always say winners and losers of 2020. The two biggest winners of 2020, Zoom, because they decided we're no longer free. We're going to start charging because we're in COVID. You have to use my platform. Amazon is what's going to get me in trouble. And I'm like you. I'm like, oh, I need this or that. So let's go to Amazon. And while you're here, but um, your, your information, everything's in there. Every single thing is in there. Convenience. We love convenience. And I think sometimes we sacrifice privacy and we sacrifice security Mm -hmm. for convenience. And so I think that it's a two way street. I think we have to take some accountability as individuals and we have to expect and demand accountability for the companies that we work with in order to keep that privacy and that security at a level that's comfortable for us. And the other big winner in 2020, puppies. Who who got a puppy? Yes. I have, a, I have a kitty. I have I have a little kitty who I'm staring at. He's just on his back paws in the air. But yes, because you're at home. It's a good time to have yeah. a pet. Pet Smart, Pet Co. Get on their mobile app. They have all of your information right there. It is a little bit scary when you think about it. And only and I never really thought it through until we talked to Raphael. He's like the world's most what ethical hacker, Joe? Yes. All cybersecurity. And at the end of the day, he's like, 
the biggest, what do you say? The biggest issue is you as a human being, because you're putting yes. in your information, you're mm-hmm. carrying these things, nothing's foolproof. And so the problem starts with you. It's not like, oh, somebody hacked in, stole my information. I have all this stuff. Now the problem is because you're putting your phone number, you're putting your name, you're putting your information down in too many places. I yeah. mean, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's a trade-off. It's a it's a trade. And I'm going to give my email address for if I want to receive like a coupon or a you know percent off. You're gonna give me 10%, I'm not giving it. You're gonna give me 50% off, I might be giving you my email address. You know, so it's this trade, and we have to realize that every time we give out a piece of personal information, there's a risk. Now, now are you guys like constantly staying ahead of that? Because I mean, going back to I get a lot of spam text. I mean, text. I never give my cell phone out unless you have my cell phone. It's not on my business cards. It's not on our website. It's not on my email signatures. Some people put it on their email signatures. I have never, it's my cell phone. Unless I give you my cell phone or you're somebody important, you're never going to have my cell number. Go to the office, send me an email. And I'm getting so much spam text. It's just crazy. Is this an issue that is Verizon going to try to get ahead? Because you can only get so far ahead of certain things when there's so much going on, but because of COVID, because there's so much more fraud going on more than numeral, and we have the holidays coming up, which is a big fraud season. Are you guys taking measures to kind of try to get ahead of this as much as you can right now, or? Verizon definitely pays attention, like because we're of our size and because of our, you know, we want to take a more conservative approach to protecting our customers and we want our customers to have a good experience. But I guess I always equate it to the analogy of there are freeways, there's highways out there, and then there are cars on the highway and there are people that drive the cars from point A to point B. And if we're the freeway, it's very difficult to control what cars drive on the freeway. You can say, hey, you have to have four wheels and you have to be up to code and you can sort of control it. But I think it's going to take the entire industry and it's going to take, you know, the only thing more powerful than a big company is all consumers rising up. And it's going to take, I think your friend, the hacker you're talking about really hit the nail on the head by saying it starts with us and it starts with us being able to control ourselves and understand So the more we educate ourselves, the more we read and the more we, you know, my mom, for example, is somebody who doesn't want, you know, for the longest time, she didn't want to put her credit card number on the internet, but yet she would leave her receipts with her full credit card. You know, when they used to print your credit card number on the receipt, she would leave those all over the place. And I was like, you know, it's, it's probably actually more secure shopping on mainstream sites online, that's a much more secure environment for your credit card number than a balled up piece of paper that got dropped in a trash can. So I think we just have to educate ourselves and be as, you know, take as many precautions as we can as an individual. And then also look like, you know, Verizon stands for innovation and trust, and they stand for, you know, safety and scalability. And so if that's what they're banking their company on, and that's what their brand stands for, they're going to do everything in their power to make those values true. Could I ask a quick question? Jen, crystal ball time. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you see Verizon Media being the next two to three years from now? Such a great question. You know, I think that Verizon Media bringing together that that shopping center, if you think of the publisher side and the, the advertiser side, so how can you make it easier for advertisers and publishers to come together in a perfect environment for the consumer? So I love contextual advertising. I don't mind advertising. I realize I want to read content on the internet for free. Like, I don't want to have to pay for that. I want to get my content for free. 
And I know it's not really for free. Advertisers need to get paid. Content owners need to get paid. There's a monetization piece. So the more precise that can be, the better. If I was able to choose the advertising that came to me, that sounds like a magical land. Or if the Mm -hmm. advertising that came to me was always going to be relevant, advertisers could reach me. And it was always something that was interesting. It's so funny to me. And it's starting to get there today. I will see things and I talk to my friends and I'm like, oh my gosh, did you see the mixed tiles? I get that advertised the mixed tile. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I get advertised for mixed tiles every day. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think I've purchased mixed tiles? Yes, the answer is yes. Really? Because it's I am the target audience. I love photos. I love sharing photos. I love sending photos to my family in Alaska. They targeted me perfectly. My friend, she's not really into photos. So I understand how somehow they got that right. And I think that's my crystal ball for the future is that Verizon Media will be the company that truly connects those worlds together and has the most relevant advertising, because not only is that good for consumers, that means that the advertiser, the mixed tile person who has a small budget, they're using their budget as effectively and as efficiently as possible. We used to call it in advertising, like spray and pray, like you advertise to everybody and then hopefully somebody comes. It's like, no, no, no. If you can advertise to 10 people and nine of them show up, that's amazing. So I think that contextually relevant advertising and truly making sure that publishers have content and the people that are seeing that content are the people that are supposed to be seeing that content and advertisers land in a brand safe environment. And the consumer has a good experience. It's not like, Oh my gosh, it's more advertising. It's like, Holy cow. Those are the genes I was looking for. Yeah. I think that's my perfect world. It's all about customization as well. And I think we're bringing that full circle because I know like if I'm online and I'm at Nordstrom's, looking for jeans or something, right? Or shoes. I knew we were going to be best friends. It's shoes and it's jeans. I, you yeah. cannot have too many pairs of great jeans. But I'm on looking for shoes or jeans. And the next thing I know, I'm on Instagram or Facebook, and I'm seeing the ad for what I was just looking for, searching for, and vice versa. So I think the platforms are getting more savvier to the web crawlers and to the advertisers. But what's funny to me is like, wait a second, I just bought those. You couldn't send me that ad an hour or two ago because I spent three hours trying to find those perfect jeans or those shoes with the right heels. And now that I did it, you're now trying to sell me on what I already did. So I think they have the premise and they're going there. I just think they have it backwards. If they're looking at my shopping experience, give me what I want. Don't Mm -hmm. wait for me to spend five hours four days searching for something. Oh, we found your genes. Yeah, I, I got them yeah. two days ago. Thanks. No Innovation problem. always needs refinement. You yeah. always innovate something and it's wonky and weird and it's a little bit broken, but that's what makes us fix it. Well, we're just, we're that's just, why I love the competition. Yeah. We're just the, improving the mousetrap. We have so yeah. many mousetraps out there. There's nothing to really create. You could innovate and now have a better mousetrap that does multiple functions. Yeah. Which I think is good from OTT to, you know, download to streaming to everything. But so, okay, so... I know you're East Coast, West Coast girl. If we're going to do the rapid fire in our last few Oh, minutes. bring it. I love rapid okay, fire. Let's go rapid fire. I'm going to start. Joe's got a few. Favorite sports team? Seahawks. Oh, mm. NBA. Oh, the favorite NBA team? Yeah. The Knicks. Ah, yeah. okay. That makes sense. Should I ask Joe? I already know who your team is. No, you already know my team. Joe, What's your Joe, favorite running back of all time, Joe? My I'm favorite sorry. running back? John Riggins from uh, the Washington. <gasps> Wow. Wow. That goes back a while too. I'm a Barry Sanders girl. 
Yeah. Barry Sanders, Sanders, great as well. Greatest running back of all time. Up until maybe like two years ago, I swore he was coming back. (laughs) Yeah, everybody did. Uh, What kind of dog do you have, Jen? Not to be a downer, but about a year ago, I lost my dog. He, But he was amazing. An English bulldog. He lived to be almost 14 years old. His name was Ringo. He was the most spoiled, smartest, funniest, most stubborn dog on the planet. And I I am a big English bulldog fan. Oh, okay. There you go. Nice. Your turn. I so okay. I grew up with animals. I mean, my, when I go home, yeah, your I sisters. Mean, I'm in dog mode <laughs> between my sisters, between my parents. Everybody's got two dogs, two dogs. They come in pairs. My younger sister. I mean, we grew up with dogs and cats. Like I have, I had two kitties, but I had to put um one day. I had to put tonic down. I have a stolian tonic because you can never break up a stolian tonic. Aww. But I did have to put tonic down during COVID, which was the most heartbreaking thing. But like, I can't like. If I, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, but we're too busy for dogs, but now you're home all the time. And so I'm in doggy mode right now, but I'm in kitty mode. I just feel like somebody asked me, you know, hey, we're trying to find a dog for our daughter, a puppy. I go, go get a dog that's a year old or two year old because they're still young. They still have energy. Their house train gives you a break, but people need to be in forever homes. Humans do, dogs, cats, you need a forever home. You need a forever family. So it's all about the animals. But uh, Joe, you have two now, three, no, two. Two, two, two pit bulls. Oh, I love the pits. And they are the most loving dogs you'll ever find. I mean, I know that they get a bad rap and I know that. You know, people, it just depends on the type of people that get them to. There's no such thing as a bad dog, just a bad owner. Yeah. Yep. I'm convinced yep. of that. Okay. Second question while we're on the subject, Jen Whelan, favorite pair of jeans. Who's your favorite designer? Oh, I love Joe jeans. Hey. I I got a lower half that needs those Joe jeans. You got They got to be a little roomy. Oh my God. I've been obsessed with seven for mankind forever. Oh, you're well, when you got, when you're thin, like seven is for thin people. I, oh, I swear. Sevens seven and AGs are good. Joe, speaking of Joe jeans, what's your favorite jeans? Mine? Yeah. Our hearts. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. My dad's a mechanic and I was a mechanic for Halloween this year. So I wore Carhartt. like, you could get the whole Carhartt, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, coveralls and the whole shebang. So yeah, oh, there so, you go. What, so what have you been doing, Janice, before we wrap, what have you been doing during COVID? You're obviously still working, doing a tremendous job at Verizon media, very impressed, but anything fun, what, what is your one thing you've mastered your masterclass? I flipped the script on being the mom. Like I raised an amazing, an amazing son who is 27 years old now. And he and his girlfriend live in Seattle and they have a gorgeous like two bedroom apartment on Alki Beach. And so I was living in Manhattan. My son and his girlfriend were living in Seattle and my niece and her boyfriend were living in San Diego. They both had great two bedroom apartments. And I said, hmm. I raised both of them and I took care of them for all of those years. I think I'm going to go spend some time with my family and let them take care of me. So I went to Seattle and lived in the guest room there for a while. Now I'm in San Diego living in the guest room and I'm just loving on my family and you know, trying to learn how to meditate and trying to learn how to understand what it means to have self-care. You know, we talk about self-care and we talk about mental wellness and those things are really abstract sometimes. And we like to be strategic thinkers and strategic leaders, but I love a good tactic. And if the tactic can be that I sit for two minutes in the morning, that instead of walking out and going straight to my laptop, 
I go to the kitchen, I get a cup of coffee and I sit on the couch first. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind. I just sit on the couch and I think about what I'm going to do that day. At first, I was very nervous. I was like, I'm missing out. on. I could be getting 10 more emails done. I could be getting a jump on my writing. I could be getting a jump on that meeting I got to prep for. But those couple minutes that I sit in the morning or gosh, if I have time to go for a walk once the sun is in the rising state, because I get up real early. I love the mornings. But if I can walk outside during sunrise, it changes my day. It changes my wellness. It changes how I get through the day. It changes my perspective. So giving ourselves time to think about what are those things that will change our day and trying to tactically do a few of them. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what I'm trying to do. There you go. Nice. And you're in a great place for it in San Diego as well. You're the, you're the second person I've talked to. My friend I was telling you about earlier before we did the podcast, who's down in San Diego, who oversees all the fit expos. Every morning she's decided in the past five months, coffee, outside, newspaper, stop, breathe, five minutes before she hits her day. Love it. And everything. But I think there's only, I think we now need that sense of normalcy and there's no normalcy with COVID. So we do the best we can to find that something to keep us calm and keep us somewhat grounded, which I think is good. The CEO of Verizon Media, Guru Garapan, he's an amazing inspiration. And he has, he calls it the three E's. We'll see if I can remember. Exposure to sun, exercise and oh I hope I can um exposure sent exercise and there's a third one that I'm not remember but he he's he has been so great and even today we had a Q&A with him because the leaders have been so good about being open and transparent and answering questions and he said you know what I just was in a funk this morning I was just I needed to clear my mind and I stepped away and I just sat for 10 minutes and did some breathing and now I'm a different person It was 10 minutes. And so I think, again, it gets back to that when your leaders are role modeling that behavior, then we know that we can step away for 10 minutes and get in a better mental state. And it's so important right now because, you know, one of the questions came up in Q&A today and it said, given COVID, given racial injustice, given the political landscape, given the fact that we're all writing our performance reviews for the end of the year, the pressure is just too much for, for some people right now. Give us some tactics, give us some, some, you know, some valves to release. And our leaders listen to that and they, they give true feedback on, Hey, here's some things I would suggest that you do. Let's talk about how we can step away from our desks for a bit. And that's okay. How can we like roll? How can we support each other? Is there somebody on your team that you can shadow with? that they can step in when you need to step out. So I think there's a lot of teamwork happening. There's yeah. a lot of supporting each other because we are all in this together. Yeah, it's, right. like, it's like that, the Calm app. I love the Calm app. And the commercials are always 15 seconds. If anything, do nothing and breathe, you know? So wait, so Joe, one thing, I mean, we've been in COVID. I talk to you on like every week now on the podcast. One thing you've done since COVID with work and everything. Caught up on movies I've missed because I don't watch a ton of TV. and I actually had time now just to sit down and watch movies and i used to go to movies all the time so i've just kind of caught up on on stuff the fast and the furious series i've never never caught that and i love i love fast cars i mean awesome like muscle cars like mustang i have a mustang what year is your mustang 2005 and i got it off a guy who had it and kind of fixed it up but didn't do a lot to it so Yeah, I've been slowly fixing it up myself. I belong to a Mustang club. And oh, I love it. We have I a had good time. a 68 Camaro. 
Oh, nice car. I'm a Chevy girl over here. Yeah, I have a Chevy truck. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have the Silverado? No, I have a Colorado. Oh, I love that Colorado. Oh, yeah. It's a very responsible choice, Joe. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) For once. (laughs) We have so gone full circle on this podcast. It cracks me up. Love Um, it. It's so funny. So all of these movies and stuff and sports that we were talking about, Joe could soon stream all of them on Verizon, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling so, you, Joe. Just because we, we had a respect for Jen and the hour we just spent, who is your carrier? Me? Joe. Oh, Joe. Oh, I was like, gosh, Jen. don't do that to Jen because <laughs> she'll save you know Verizon. I'll, I'll save Verizon. And clearly, Joe, this weekend, yeah. maybe this weekend, Joe is going to experience an amazing transformative switch. Is that Possibly. what I You're with T-Mobile, aren't you? Are you T-Mobile or are you t Yes, T-Mobile. Okay, but they did, you know, they're, they're pink commercials. It's all pink and black, color coordinated, 5G. Well, part of it, I'll tell you honestly, part of it is, is because the university that I work for has a, a deep discount with them. Yeah. That's one. But also two, and Jen, I love my football, but I love my baseball as well. And they have the baseball stuff as well. And that's well, just, that's Yahoo just Sports. me. Yahoo Sports, you know, don't yeah. Check it out. I'm just saying, check it out. But yeah, no, secret, secret, secret. And you can see it on my LinkedIn. I actually worked for T-Mobile many, many, many yes, years ago. I saw that. I always so. try to prep for these things. I saw T-Mobile <laughs> on there. I'm going, huh, that's interesting. But yes. you've also had some great work experiences too, from what I've seen. I have had amazing mentors in my life who have opened up doors and given me just awesome experiences that I am super grateful for. I'm so glad, Jen. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm glad you were able to do this. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. You guys are an absolute joy to hang out with. I would do it anytime. You're super fun. It's and so funny. It was my pleasure. We were Thanks. talking, I was telling Joe about this. We um, talked to um, Jeffrey Hazen, who owns the, the chairman for C-Suite Networks, all the TV stations, podcast radios, and he started to do Scotch Sundays, where every oh. Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern time, one hour, show up, Invite only, but you got to have scotch or whiskey. He just wants an hour of just calm, drink the whiskey, talk about anything with the sun, but you have to have a scotch or whiskey. I I can reach into my cabinet right here. I realize this is a podcast and you guys can't see me, but I can reach into my cabinet without even moving my buns and get to the scotch and whiskey. So I will be looking for that invite. I'm telling you, I can do Sunday scotch days. You may have to move our podcast to scotch Sundays, but I'm so glad you joined us today, Jen. Thank you so much for anybody who wants to reach out or any questions for you? I mean, a lot of B2B people, advertisers, what's the best place to reach you at? I think the easiest one is LinkedIn because it's such a quick, it's a great platform for connecting even when you don't already have a connection. So I would say LinkedIn. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So this is Sarah Miller, CEO of Access Entertainment, your host for Media Mavis Podcast. Joe Pirates, thank you so much for another wonderful co-hosted hour. Well, thank you very much for having me on here. I do. I do like this. Yeah, we'll forgive that you're with T-Mobile, but it's okay. (laughs) But Jen, it's been such a pleasure having you. Thank you so much. And we'll see everybody next Wednesday at five o'clock. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Media Mavens podcast. If you don't want to miss an episode or you want to find past episodes, subscribe to the Media Mavens podcast on your favorite podcast provider. For more information, go to mediamavenspodcast.com.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.